Have you ever heard people say things like, I'm naturally an angry person, little things get me angry, my feathers are, are, are easily ruffled, um, my, I, I, have, I have short fuse. It's just really funny when I hear people say things like that. And to even buttress their point, they tell you things like, even the Bible permits anger. That God has said you should be angry, but you should not see not. As long as I'm angry during the day, I don't let I don't go to bed with anger, then I'm fine. It's just funny. It's really funny. <laughs> hey guys, how are we doing? You're welcome once again to the Yay God podcast. And like I've always said, this part this podcast is um just little doses of truth that would make your life better. At least you get better every time you hear or you listen to this podcast. Yes, so for today, we'll be talking about anger management. Yes, it's a common term. So, I'll ask you, is anger management the kingdom? Or is it a fleshy thing? Is it, is it something we should work towards as believers? Of course, we should not get angry, but anger management sounds good. It's like you're trying to work on whatever you know is pulling you down anger so you am trying to let go of anger well we'll find out in some minutes yes so um i was saying earlier about how i've heard believers say things i've heard people say things like anger is just one thing that um that comes easily for me i get easily angry and some people even do this in defense to god so you hear someone say something that is against your faith or what you believe about jesus or what you believe about god and your first reaction is anger hmm. if your if your reaction to anything <laughs> is anger then maybe you should check your motive yes um, am I saying you should not get angry at all? Yes, I'm saying that. I'll show us from scriptures how Paul said, the Apostle Paul said in the book of Colossians that we should put off anger. We should call it dead. Whatever it is that anger is for us, whatever, just call it dead. So let's see. From Colossians chapter 3, um, I'll read from verse 7 to 8, um, the Passion Translation. It says, that's how you once behaved, characterized by your own evil deeds. But now, but now it's time to eliminate them from your lives once and for all. And what are these things? Anger, first on the list. Anger, fits of rage, all forms of hatred, cursing and filthy speech. Yes, Paul just said that. The Apostle Paul said in the book of Colossians that you should put off anger. So it means that anger must be really foreign to your created human spirit. Now, um, when God created man, there was no way on earth you would tell me that God puts um, a tiny dose of anger in man. He just puts it there like a drop, like anger comes in handy sometimes. Um, not at all. Anger doesn't come in handy at all. Um, if we look at the life of Jesus, um, we would not see anger there would not see jesus acting in anger towards anyone and i have told us in previous podcasts how he's an example of us and not just an example for us yeah saints like um um okay that even the bible said be angry and sin not and that's not what it really means um if you really check it if you check what scriptures meant by that it was saying that um do not let the sun 
go down on your anger at all. Let me read also from the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26. This is what anger does to you. Anger steals your shine. Life is a gift and every day is an opportunity to shine. So for every time you get angry, it's like a veil that keeps you from shining. There is no way you'll be angry and then you can shine forth this light of God that is in you to other people because anger just clouds everything. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 says that even if you think you have a valid excuse, of course, sometimes you feel like you have a valid excuse. Someone has spoken to you wrongly, the person you expected to be there for you did not show up, or um, the person you claim to love so much is the one misbehaving or doing something you do not like. So Paul is saying this. He's saying that even if you think you have a valid excuse, do not let anger dominate your day. I'll say it again. Even if the excuse is valid, do not let anger dominate your day. If you don't deal with it immediately, in the light of the likeness of Christ in you, if you don't deal with anger immediately, the sun sets for you and your day becomes one of lost opportunities where darkness employs anger to snare you into sin so this is it when you get angry when anger comes over you the result is usually sin the result is making you believe a distorted or making you see a distorted image of yourself and you know that's what sin is sin is anything that um, takes away your originality from you anything that takes you away from your original value I've told us about how you have value to God and other people have value to you. Now, if you're getting angry towards someone, um, it means you're cutting yourself from the flow of God's um, love in you towards that person. You're cutting yourself from the flow of God's um, light in you shining towards that person. So you see, you're actually um, veiling yourself. It's like you are cheating yourself by allowing anger stay. Now, um, it also saddens me that a lot of people get angry quickly towards those they claim to love. And so we hear sayings like, it is the ones you love the most that hurts you the most. I'm sorry to say that's not even scriptures at all. There's, that's not scriptural. There is nothing about that. God loved us the most. And there's there, there, there isn't a place in scriptures where would see that um and we hurt god or god is god god got so disappointed with mankind and all that now we were, we've always been the object of god's love we've always been um the focus of his thoughts we've always been god's the language of god's thoughts we've been his address right from the beginning but because of um what happened in the garden and man lost his created value all of this were lost now, um, it would interest you to know that in Christ Jesus, everything we lost in Adam, we gained in, in him. Like when Christ came, all of our privileges we lost in Adam, we regained again through Christ Jesus. But for the, for throughout that time, from Adam to Christ, God has always been loving. He has always been a good, good father. Every other thing we see in um, the Old Testament about how we might think God is fierce and how he is mean and how he is angry. It's just the interpretation of men of what they perceived of God. 
okay um god has always been loving towards us his mind has never changed instead we were enemies of god in our own minds paul said it that we in our own minds were enemies of god what what does that mean it means that um we veiled ourselves from god's um, supply of his love so it's like we cut ourselves out we decided to feel like okay god is up there and we're down here and there's just this distance but that's a lie from the devil the lie of distance the devil has always used that letting us know that um that god could be far away and um, before we could reach him might really be difficult but i want you to know something it will please you to know that god has no desire of being without you and he is always in you and he is always for you and he is closer to you than your next breath he's so tangible it's not a feeling you can you can feel it it's it's beyond just having a feeling there's a consciousness when you know the spirit of god is with you there's a consciousness you have when you know christ lives in you see god enjoys being with you he enjoys you i said earlier that you are his address here on you are you are his address here on earth and whoever god is whatever he has done wherever he does his thoughts are directed towards you to lift you up to build you up to protect you and to just shower you with love i've been thinking about how god relates with us and it's really exciting <laughs> there is there's the joy of the holy spirit it's like in my mind in my mind for the believer this is how it is okay i like to be childlike sometimes when you know who god is to you and you're in this beautiful reunion when there is intimacy between you and god it's like from time to time he likes to push <laughs> he likes to push our joy button just to see us get excited in the spirit and then we give him the butterflies in his belly and he pushes it again just to see our reaction it's beautiful he's a good good father and if you must relate to him you must be childlike you must see him as daddy when you come to him when you come before him boldly not out of timidity or trying to be timid about it no the days of timidity are over and now we come boldly before god we shout and we cry out to him abba abba because he's our father he loves us so much and his head over heels in love with us it's just so beautiful if you've never had this encounter i would really want you to ask god to tell you like just teach you what it means to have this um beautiful intimacy with him and anger is something that will shield you or that would veil you from experiencing this beautiful intimacy i just talked about so i'll beg you if you think you're still trying to uh, to manage anger no don't don't manage anger call it dead put it to death a, a dead man has no issues um has no relationship with anger whatsoever and galatians 2 20 has said that we've been crucified with christ when he died we co-died when he was crucified we were co-crucified when he was buried we were co-buried with him and now that he is seated at the right hand of god the father we are co-seated with him so anger is strange it is foreign to you it's not even part of your recreated human spirit for the fruit of the spirit is love and love expresses itself in joy in peace 
and there is no anger in it, in self-control, in goodness, in kindness, in meekness. Please enjoy it. Do not cut yourself out or veil yourself by giving yourself titles that God has not called you. You see, we, tr- we try to pride ourselves with what we think we can do. Things like, man, if I get really angry, it's bad. My anger is bad. Why are you boasting about anger? <laughs> What's the boasting anger? You say things like, um, you're trying to ruffle my feathers. No, go featherless. <laughs> <laughs> or you say things like you're stepping on my last nerve well you have new nerves in Christ Jesus your recreated human spirit has new nerves and if anybody steps on your nerves what you should get is just the joy of the Holy Ghost that flows from you please never veil yourself please and please call it dead so if you're someone who is struggling with anger if you're someone who has temper issues it's simple you could just say after this, like after the podcast, just lift your hands in surrender and say, I call anger dead. If I do not see it in Christ Jesus, I do not want it in me. Anger is not part of my recreated human spirit. I am patient, I am loving, I am kind. Make these confessions. You could read the book of Colossians chapter 3 verse 8. You could read Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 and really understand this thing. God did not create you. Or he did not send the Holy Spirit with anger. No, Holy Spirit is our teacher. And never forget that he has no desire of being without you. Well, until next time when we talk again, I'll let us know. If I have more thoughts on anger, I'll share. But if we don't, then we might move to forgiveness and how beautiful forgiveness is. Alright guys, um, if there is anything you'd like to know, you could just leave a comment yes or you could um send me you could text me either on um instagram kindly um visit our page okay well so yeah god has this page uh, we have a fashion apparel page and so you could kindly visit um at yeah god apparels on ig that's y-a-y-g-o-d and apparels together just give us a follow if you have questions you could ask us there and if you like any of our designs you could just let us know too thank you very much i'll get to hear from you again or you'll get to hear from me very soon well i'll hear from you too but you'll hear from me very soon you enjoy the rest of your evening your day your morning your night whenever you listen to this just enjoy yourself and never forget that you're the language of god's thoughts He's head over heels in love with you. He enjoys you and he has no desire of being without you. Yea, God.